Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. It's mid-March and 2021 is showing no signs of slowing down. Hello everyone, Global Voice here, New Amsterdam Radio, of course, the mayor handling my personal projects and speaking with people like yourselves who are doing projects of your own. Quick reminder, as always, newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W, amsterdam.com. Just put on the eSports page, which is another project that New Amsterdam is working on. So proud to be a part of that one. Big changes are happening down uh, the pipe. Make sure you follow New Amsterdam on social media to stay in the loop. That's at New Amsterdam on Instagram and at New underscore Amsterdam on that Twitter. But first and foremost, this entertainment network started off with a podcast. This one, actually, New Amsterdam Radio, if you can believe it. So it's always cool to sit with other people who are doing podcasts on their own. I'm talking about Cornfield, Wisconsin. This is a unique expression, to say the least, and I, for one, enjoyed it and i had a chance to sit down with aaron barrett who is one of the co-creators and hosts of cornfield wisconsin about what it takes to be dedicated to an idea no matter how unorthodox it may be i enjoyed my chat with him you will too and it's coming up right now on new amsterdam radio Welcome back to New Am Sam Radio, the podcast for creatives. It is I, the mayor, Flobo Voice, in the mayor's office, hanging, chilling with the thinkers and doers and the creatives that are making it happen in this city for creativesnewamsterdam.com. But as always, I am not alone. You see, in the whole world of entertaining the masses, it takes a lot to do something a little bit different, a little bit quirky, a little bit unique. And this is no different. This the podcast is called Cornfield, Wisconsin, and it's being hosted by my guest here today. Welcome, Aaron Barrett. How are you doing, sir? Good, good. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing well. Uh, I had a chance to listen to some episodes of your podcast, Cornfield, Wisconsin, and one, the name kind of rolls off the tongue. I like it. Yeah, and, it's, uh, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and two, I guess you had a, a one-year anniversary. Congratulations on, on the one-year anniversary. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's been exciting. It's been interesting. I'm surprised that people listen. <laughs> I know the feeling. I totally know the feeling. It's yeah, like, yeah. I'm an entertainer. It's just like there's no way no, no way anybody's going to listen to this. It's like, wait, we're actually getting people to listen. Yeah. You launched it in March. You're, you were saying off air a bit that it happened around the same time as the uh, the Great American Stop or the Great Global Stop of 2020. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How, did, how did that come together? Uh, well, it was interesting. So I got a buddy that I, my best friend that I work with and we're bored one night. I'm like, Hey, I just got this new desktop. Let's break it in. Let's try record a podcast. So, you know, four or five hours in of recording things like, yeah, all this is garbage. Let's start again tomorrow. Wait, wait what did you record? I'm curious. We, so we, at first we're t- trying to talk about like, you know, random things. Like I'd ask him a question and I'd stump him and then he would be like, oh, come on. You, you can't just throw these on me. It's like, well, okay, well, then what are we actually going to talk about for a podcast? So, yeah, um, you know, I live in the state of Wisconsin. Great state if you've ever been. Uh, can't say I have. Just, you know, we just thought cryptids are kind of like a thing people really like to listen to, to find out about. You know, you know, there's Bigfoot and all these other kinds of things. But 
there's a whole bunch of them out there that you've never heard of. And it's definitely interesting to talk about and research and it's pretty fun. So for someone who hasn't heard the term, what exactly is a cryptid? So cryptid is uh, cryptozoology, uh, I believe. I, I, I think that is the correct term. So it's basically like, you know, like Bigfoot, it's a animal that is thought to be, uh, you know, real, but it yeah. is, there's no hard proof. You mean like so a chupacabra? Yeah, basically. Well, if you have some people, they'll say chupacabra is real. Depends on the person. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's funny because we just started watching The Walking Dead for the first time. I've oh, never really? Seen never seen it. Wow. And, uh, we're on the second season. And that you mentioned chupacabra. Uh, Daryl was talking about the chupacabra he saw at the camp in like the first season. So I just thought it was kind of really funny you brought that up. It's not so much that you haven't seen a Walking Dead before. It's like I felt you couldn't even like you know ignore it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it, you gotta. It's working quite a bit is usually what it amounts to. You know, <laughs> you're not around TV and stuff like that. Then, yeah. And, and so your podcast decided a Wisconsin approach. I mean, that is something well, that was pretty cool. Midwestern approach. You, you treat it as if it's it's. Something fun. You're not condemning anyone who doesn't know about it. You're not being mm. like, listen, man, they've been lying to you, man. <laughs> There's big feet out there. You have a lot more fun in your podcast. Was that intentional? Or is just the way your personalities are as hosts? I so I like informational podcasts. Like I like, as my wife puts it, dry to the point, <laughs> informational. And it just my but my buddy, he's just he's off the walls all the time. So he kind of pushed it in that direction. And that's kind of the way it went. It's, uh, you know, since we, you know, we're, we're all trying to stay safe, you know, every way we can. So this is, was kind of our way of coping with being stuck inside. He comes over on Friday nights and, you know, we have a couple of adult beverages, drinks, you know, and mm -hmm. we just record an episode, you know, and Half the time, it feels like we don't even know much about it, but we're just telling everybody else. So, you know, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah. Did you have a favorite episode so far, or are they all your babies and you can't pick one? I think all of them, because there's a lot of these random quirky things that happen throughout the episodes that um, if you listen from the beginning all the way through, we bring up, like, Danny DeVito a lot. Like, there's the Jersey <laughs> Devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're like, oh, yeah, it's just Danny DeVito in a costume. You know, it's... Uh, yeah, just one of those things. So it's well, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry, I cut you off. You were saying? Oh, uh, I, I don't particularly have a favorite episode. I, I just enjoy doing them, and it's fun. You know, we actually have. You know, we're not the the most widely downloaded podcast, so we don't have a lot of followers. But I get a steady couple. You know, I think it's like 25 downloads a week. So it's yeah, it's something. It's fun. I, I will say this from from my experience. It's a lot more useful to have consistent content than a big follow unless you're joe rogan because then whatever you could do it turns to gold but like if you can get yourself like a hard army of a couple hundred they will mm -hmm. pay dividends way more than a billion downloads you don't see well um, it's funny because I, I i use um like the the buzzsprout platform for my podcasts and they show areas of where people download and we got this one listener from france man they always download every single episode it's like, yeah. hey, France person. Yeah. <laughs> Just sitting in a cafe. I was like, I wonder what the Americans are up to. <laughs> <You Exactly. know? laughs> I think the one episode we were talking about it, and we were talking about how, like, what if they just have, like, a drawer for baguettes? 
Yeah. Like instead of loose change in the couch, it's just, oh, look, a baguette in the couch. <laughs> and the oh. couch just like this. Oh. <laughs> Why are they still fresh? That makes no sense. Exactly. Uh, I, I went to, to college uh, in, in St. Augustine, Florida, in, in North mm-hmm. Florida. And for a kid from Brooklyn, that was like night and day, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But there, there was a legend. Well, two legends. One, it, it's haunted, which is a different thing. Ghosts are a whole different thing. Um, but the, another, the other cryptid like legend was uh, about a hundred years ago, this thing washed up ashore called the Globster. And mm-hmm. the, the people did not know what it was. Now, scientists have said it's probably discarded well fat, but I'd tell you one thing. If you see pictures of this thing, <laughs> called a Globster, it's so like deformed and huge. I'm not sure that belongs to a whale. And ever since then, I was like, maybe there's more animals than we actually see out there. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean... You, you know, there's probably people out there that we don't even see. Just imagine animals and creatures trying to stay away from everybody. It's crazy. Then again, I was a freshman in college. I was probably on some adult beverages myself. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> sometimes they, they make you believe the things you may not believe otherwise, you know. Yeah. Details. So the show is weekly. Any plans on growth or anything, like other episodes? Like what, what is the vision for the show? Um, Honestly, just keep doing them until we run out of ideas. Uh. We eventually, because we're technically still on like a first season, so we haven't even branched out to another season. I think we just recorded our 37th episode last night, and eventually I would like to go global. I would like to start doing episodes about cryptids and, you know, across the pond and, you know, in Europe and other countries. I thought that would be pretty cool. Yeah. You know, even though it's based in the Midwest, I you know, hometown roots and you know, going for a name that just feels like home yeah. seems like a good way to go about it. Interesting choice. You named it Cornfield as opposed to a particular city or area. Why, why was oh, that? That's, that's why. Because I was like, you know, well, at first I, I, I didn't, I had these wild dreams of hitting it off right away, becoming immensely famous, but you know, yeah. things happen. And I'm like, I don't know if I really want to know where I live. Yeah. Cause I live in a city that I live in a city that starts with a C. So I'm like, you know, there's corn in Wisconsin. There's cheese in Wisconsin. Cornfield, Wisconsin sounds pretty good. Is the dream of being immensely famous over with now, or is it kind of like... Nah, like- dude, nah. No, not really. I think it's more... It's it, it, it's like that with a lot of things I do. So, like, I just... Um, like I was talking to you earlier, is I, I actually just finished writing my second novel. Yes. And uh, honestly, like right away when I was writing it, I'm, a, I'm an impatient person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it hits me that like, oh, I'm not going to get rid of, you know, I'm not going to get famous right away. I just like, I got to get there when I get there. So, yeah. you know, it'll happen when it happens. People keep listening and more people keep downloading it. And, you know, I think eventually we'll get out there. We'll more people listen to it. If it's not this one, maybe another. But I'm hoping Cornfield lasts quite a while. It's It's a pretty fun thing to do. It did kind of throw me off that it's actually like a real like Corville, Wisconsin made me thought think of like like Welcome to Night Vale. So I was like, oh, maybe it's all fictional. Like, oh no, these are things that could possibly be true. <laughs> actually, so um, the funny thing is, is so Cornfield isn't the only podcast that I have, and Go the on. other one, uh, I we currently have another one called Five Minute Fables, which is fictional. Ooh. So basically, every Friday night when we get together to do the Cornfield episode. We sit down, we write a script for an hour about like a short story we randomly came up with five minutes earlier, and then we fly with it. Um, they're five minutes, like I just said, and 
it's uh it's fun to do that one as well the fictional stories um you know one of them ranges from like uh to it's two like cowboys on mars that wrangle ants large huge ants okay so that, that, that one's really fun we did like four episodes of that and then we did <laughs> um we did another arc. one it's it's fun it really is like we kind of hit the point where the fourth episode we're like you know people probably are kind of sick of these characters let's move on to something else right so we we did another one that was basically about uh like a hard-boiled detective from the 20s but um it involves werewolves it's called full moon noir mm. so basically you know it's throwing like werewolf lore into the 1920s and how it's like there was like a great treaty saying that werewolves couldn't be involved in anything and it's it's pretty fun if you want to check it out sometime it's something fictional so we we just enjoy doing that that's kind of how the podcast came about is we're just like you know what we want to have some fun and we both like writing so let's just pile stuff together and see what happens five minute fables i'll make sure to check that out for sure after this but i guess the question i have for you is that you have the balance of just researching what's happening and that kind of space of the cryptid space for Cornfield, Wisconsin. You're also a writer and novelist, and now you're doing, in addition, this short story podcast. How does that work in your brain? Is it all the same mass, or is there different compartments to the research side, the creative side, the collaboration side? So my my wife plays a big part in um, research. So she does a lot of research for Cornfield. She writes mo writes most of the the scripts down the loose notes that we go off of. And originally the cornfield podcast started with just me and my buddy. And then when like I said, when COVID hit, we were all pretty worried about coming over and getting sick because staying out of work, all that kind of stuff. Cause my wife and I have been working this whole year. We both go out and work out. You know, she runs a restaurant and a subway and I, I work at a vending business. So yeah, you know. We were playing it really safe for a while, and then eventually he started coming back over when we felt more safe, and we're both playing it safe and all that kind of stuff. And um, then it just all three of us started doing it together, and we have we have a fun time. You know, we all tease each other and joke about things. And um, she does a lot of the research. He does a lot of the, the. He'll he'll randomly come up with a joke, or he'll have a lot of innuendo towards something. He'll randomly say something's like, "Dude, you're just you're unrelenting." It's just like, God, you can make any situation seem horrible. Yeah, yeah. That's cool that you have the, each person playing their role, but it's not really a role. It's kind of just you guys are being. Um, but but you mentioned that you do work outside. You do have the day job. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of creatives and listeners of the show are at the point in their lives either starting off something or they're thinking about starting off something. Like, I guess i got to ask you, you're a guy about my age. How do you keep the eyes open after work to create? <laughs> It's hard because uh, both my wife and I, we get up at 4.45 in the morning and we don't usually get home until like 5.30, 6 o'clock at night. So you got to put that time away. You know, you got to you gotta want to make it happen. Like when I was writing my first novel and doing the podcast and stuff, I would come home after work and we'd eat dinner and then I'd sit down with the laptop right in front of me. We're watching TV. The, the TV show's on, but I'm right there typing away. So if you get a sentence done, that's good. You get a paragraph done, that's good. You get, you know, you write down some notes, like a, pa a page of notes for an episode, that's good. Just get something done when you can. It's yeah. not going to happen right away, but if you keep working at it, it will eventually get done. I didn't think I'd, you know, I didn't think the podcast would go where it is now, and I didn't think that, 
you know, it's not, it's not as far as it could be by any means, but it's enough to keep going. You know, it's enough to keep having fun and, you know, you're going to get there when you get there just keep at it. That's, I guess, what I would say to anybody that uh, wants to get things done is just keep at it, you know, do what you want to do. Page by page, paragraph by paragraph. I know mm-hmm. that you're in the process of publishing it now, but is there anything that you can share about the the, the novels, the, the genre, the word count, oh. the, like the the stress of it all? Oh yeah, it's um. So they're fiction. They're speculative fiction. Have you ever heard of speculative fiction? Is that like the like not quite fantasy, but like beyond the pale of imagination kind of a thing? Um, have you seen the TV show uh, A Man in High Castle? Yeah, yeah, because we lost the war, or the United States lost the war. That's, and... that's speculative fiction. That's okay. What, so it's basically what could have happened if. And so basically my book is, it's actually based, um, the first one's based in 1888 London. Wow. And I don't know if you know the whole story about Nikola Tesla and uh, the War of the Currents with Edison. AC versus DC, and not the mm-hmm. band. So... <laughs> You know, I wonder if they actually, that's why they decided to do that. Man, you know? It's kind of crazy. <laughs> Tesla reference the entire time. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's, that's, that's the only reason why we named it this. Um, basically, uh, my my book takes place with a lot of uh, fantastical elements. Um, basically, it's what if Tesla left the U.S. and went overseas to England instead. Hmm. So... Basically, when Tesla came to the U.S., he worked for Edison in his factory, and he asked Edison, hey, can I improve your designs of your motors, and you'll pay me more? And Edison's like, yeah, we'll do that totally. Go ahead and do it. So Nikola went and did that, and then when he was finished, he said, hey, I improved them. Can I get more more money now? And Edison just laughed and said, no, that's how we Americans joke. Mm, <laughs> savage. that's how it goes sometimes but he strived to be better you know that that's how it happened and my idea was is what would happen if he just left the u.s instead of staying and making his own company it involves a few more elephant uh elements like uh it's got jack the ripper in there because uh based in 1888 um and a couple other fictional elements from other books because once books gets to a certain age, they become public domain, so you can use characters from other novels. So I got a few other uh, uh, characters sprinkled in there, and it's also historical fiction, so it's got a lot of real-life events added mm. into it, even though it's a fiction-based story. So when the novel opens, uh, Tesla's already been spurned by Edison? Yes. Or is this before? Yes. So yes. He's already mad. He's on a boat. He's upset. Just yeah, stew- he's, stew- he's stew- he's stew- basically, yeah. <laughs> And the, and the the second book is a sequel to that, as well. Yeah, the second book is actually um, it's based on the future, probably over fifty years, a alternate history of World War Two. You guys can't see this, but my mouth is agape. I am in awe about the details of this. This is amazing. It's uh, it, it's pretty fun. It's it takes a while to write. It takes a lot of planning, um, deciding where you want to go with it. Uh, if you ever decide to write a book, the easy part is writing it. I'll, I'll just put it like that. That's you the easy a, part. You hit a good point. Uh, between your novels and, and podcasts, for creatives, there's the, the creation part. But unfortunately, now more than ever, we got to have a little bit of the entrepreneurial part as well. Mm-hmm. I know the books have a certain process of with copyright and literary representation, but like mm-hmm. of all the other things you're working on now, what has been that challenge? What part of that challenge has been specifically difficult for you, switching from creator, podcaster, to being 
business person, tuning your own horn, if you will? Just having the time to do everything, I would say you got to make time. Like I said earlier, is if you want to get get somewhere, you have to make the time to be able to devote towards being an entrepreneur, promoting, um, asking people to listen, begging them to read, you know, all these kinds of things. Is It also helps to know a few people that just want to give you the chance to read it or listen, you know. I mean, I, I think I even, I even made up like uh, there's this um, – company called sticker mule that i ordered magnets and stickers from out of my podcast logo you know and i'm just i hand them out to people and then like you know i i I, whenever i talk to people i say hey have you heard of this you know i kind of act like yeah i'm not the one doing it (laughs) and then uh i have my wife she'll randomly watch like tiktok videos and youtube videos and she'll comment oh hey cornfield wisconsin covered this if you want to hear more so (laughs) You know, it's, That's, we're not we're not taken away from the person that you know, talked about something, but we're like, hey, if you want to know more, come listen to us. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait until you and your team invent a TikTok dance with Cornfield, Wisconsin, just oh, so you can have it in rotation. <laughs> it's gotta it's gotta have a cornfield in there somewhere. You know, it's gonna have <laughs> definitely. Uh, speaking of stickers and other things, I was checking out the merch store, uh, redbubble.com slash corn, rust people slash cornfield, wi slash shop. I have yeah. a question. Can you explain the phrase, what a weasel? <laughs> so my wife randomly said any hoozle once because we love to interrupt her while she's doing her reporting. Yeah. And she randomly said one day, well, uh, what a weasel or uh, any hoozle to like get back to her subject. And then Ward, my buddy, he's just like, and what a weasel. And it's like, where'd that come from? Okay, sure. Yeah, (laughs) let's do that. And then it just became a catchphrase. I can tell you one thing. If I saw that in a shirt, it would raise just enough questions to be like, what's that mean? Where is it from? (laughs) How do I click on this? Exactly. What's the whole thing about? And that's awesome. The great thing is my wife actually designed all of those logos. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Keep it in house. The the fun thing is is like we were doing like we would actually change the cornfield logo for the seasons. So like we did one for Halloween and we did one for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then I think we did one for Christmas like we'd change it on the actual uh um the clip art so when you load up the podcast on like Spotify or iTunes it would actually show the newer logo for the holiday season so that's kind of cool so yeah yeah if anybody's out there listening that you know does their own podcast maybe think about doing that for special occasions or you know certain situations tweak your logo a little bit to you know represent the theme you're trying to get at being part of a too creative household do you find time to just connect and not do anything creative or you you got just so into that side of of your relationship that it's kind of like car for the course um there's not a moment i don't think about what to do next mm-hmm. um like one of my all-time favorite movies uh animated movies is treasure planet i don't know if you've ever seen it oh yeah yeah that was like one of the the last 2d one um the last was one of the 2d yeah, 2.5d yeah two <laughs> disney films it's a good movie I-, I loved it and like I was watching I'm like, man, I wish I could just write a story just like this, but not get in trouble. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, I always come up, I always think of these random ideas. Like I actually, we just watched a movie. Um, 
what was that movie? It was that uh, just came out, Love and Monsters. Have you okay. watched that yet? I have not seen Love and Monsters. I really liked it. It was a really good movie. And it have you ever played the video game Fallout? Yes, yes, I have. It was reminiscent of Fallout. You know, it was kind of like that weird, you know, after apocalypse situation. And it's like, you know what? This would be a great book. I gotta, I gotta write this. It's like I don't even have time to do anything else. Why am I getting all these ideas? Stop it, Aaron. You know, one, <laughs> one thing at a time. Yeah, well, that's always a good sign that you got the the creative juices. Rather the opposite, being like, oh man, I'm a hack. I got nothing left. <laughs> What's coming next? <laughs> what do I do next? Basically, yeah. yeah. No, okay. It's, it, it's fun, you know. It, try and find inspiration in anything. You know, you can always decide what to do with later after that. Yeah, just start the first page and then get it copyrighted and be like, I'll get back to that later. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, the idea is the main thing. Well, what is on the horizon of 2021? The books are pretty much in the pipeline. I know you're probably setting up something along the lines of a digital presence. How do people connect with you and your projects? Seems a lot of things are in the fire. Well, I want to be on board now. What do I have to do as a fan? Uh, we are trying to be more, um, we would like people to email us for one thing. Uh, it's cornfieldwisconsin at gmail.com. Please email us. We'd love an email. We've only heard from Ward's sister so far. <laughs> I like the please at the end. Please email us. Yeah. Right, we'll send you a, we'll send you a magnet. We got magnets. We got stickers. Just, just. Come on, talk to us. You know, uh, All right, France person, here's your chance. <laughs> yeah, come on. Email me. Anyways, uh, email us, cornfieldwisconsin.gmail.com, or we're on Instagram and Facebook. So I, we usually, every Friday when I release a new episode, I screenshot the episode on my iTunes, on my phone, and I post, hey, you know, we got another episode up. I'll do all the tags. And um, my wife started doing, uh, so we have like this segment called Gabby's Catland. Sometimes during the episode so we have a you know the ring doorbell camera we had a floodlight cam in the backyard when it was charged we keep forgetting to charge it you know we're humans too hey. um we would she would watch the stray cats she would feed all the stray cats that walked around <laughs> in the backyard this is like <laughs> we have three we don't need more and so <laughs> she'd randomly bring up gabby's cat lane and then we'd talk about the cats we saw that night and then be like all right five seconds later that's it that's gabby's cat land Right. So so she'll like post pictures of our cats on that um Instagram page and we will be doing a YouTube channel hopefully uh in spring and summer. What we'll do is we'll actually certain episodes of ours um there's one called based off of the Bloody Bride Bridge in Wisconsin. So we'll actually the the story goes is at midnight if you're on the bridge um you'll actually see a bloody bride from you know scorn from a situation about at her wedding she was killed on her wedding night what so, i don't like ghosts i don't like to think about them i don't like to i think if i don't think about them it can't be true i just i'm like <laughs> like i think we watched um we watched uh um what's the what's those ghosts or uh, the god what is it called can't think of the name, but the possession ones, uh, the newer ones they've been doing with Annabelle. What are those called? I always forget them. No idea. Anyways, uh, we watched the remake of it, and I slept with the light on for like four weeks. I, I, like poltergeist. Like yeah, like okay. I, I don't do ghosts, so like we'll go out there. We will go out there at midnight, and we'll just record and see what happens. 
or like there's also a street called a road called Bray Road in Wisconsin, and uh, there's been reports of seeing a creature on Bray Road. So we'll go out in the middle of the night and you know just start recording, see what happens. You know, it, it's hopefully we'll do that and it'll be get some good content out of that. Start recording, see what happens. Godspeed, <laughs> man. <laughs> That's why we'll be in the car. We'll make sure we can get away quick. And if anyone wants to follow your your uh, future writings, where can they find you on that side? I am actually also on Instagram, a David Barrett, all lowercase. Uh, Instagram, I do posts. Um, actually, on my Twitter page, you can find every year there's this thing called PitMad, and so it's where aspiring authors actually tag PitMad in. Um, publishers and agents will actually follow that all day and if they are interested in a a pitch of a story of a book they'll contact you hmm. and so i had a couple of pit mad posts from last year on there that i've pinned that actually explain what my book is about in like a three sentence paragraph yeah and so you can find my book related stuff on twitter and instagram at a david barrett and uh i mean besides the youtube page we plan on doing another podcast, hopefully, called uh, about conspiracy theories. <laughs> you cover all the markets, man. What, yeah. uh, see, one of these days, you're going to find like, the chupacabra, that bloody... Always at your door. Ding, ding, ding. You've been exposing our truth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. Wisconsin. I, I can't wait until, uh, I guess, the season two. But even then, weekly, Fridays, it goes live. Uh, check it out. Uh, a. David Barrett, Aaron Barrett, doing the, the Lord's work, because I wouldn't do it myself. Uh <laughs> Ooh, you know, someone's got it. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks for being on the show. Appreciate it. You got to come on back and let me know how it goes, if, if you're out of stickers or anything like that, or if people emailed you. I would love to hear it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Appreciate having me on. It's been fun. Thanks. so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours. <laughs> <laughs>